0: Oh my gosh, I left this running. Well, might as well just do a podcast episode. Welcome to episode 41 of (laughs) Cast. Giant spy balloon go boom. Okay, let's back up. There was a big balloon that flew over the United States airspace for 72 hours. We're calling it Chinese, and we could be collectively wrong. I think President Xi has actually, there is information on him actually releasing this balloon, but maybe not. It was finally shut down in, uh, over the coast of South Carolina, after 72 hours. Which lets any enemies know that we're not gonna act for 72 hours. You have free reign to do whatever the hell you want for 72 hours before we act. Great! Now there's a race to salvage what's left, because it all fell into the water. There are rumors that cell phones started glitching when the balloon was over them, but whatever, people are just... And dumb. I saw a comment online that was like, yeah, my cell phone started making this super strange noise and then turned into a transformer and decided it was a Decepticon and started wreaking havoc. <laughs> and I was like, probably true. That probably happened. Okay, that was annoying. Which is interesting because I will never forget this rant that my driving instructor went on in 2014. He went on this rant about electric cars and he was like, it's so dangerous for a country to go all electric like this. And this was, this was nine years ago now. He's like, we're all going to be in such big trouble. The example that he used was that China could push a button and shut down anybody with electric cars, like we could be working towards that, or any banking system they could block or just lock down, which screws over anybody without cash, which is like most people nowadays. Or whole cities inside the states could prevent an entire city from evacuating with the push of a button. They're has been this agenda to go all digital, all electric. And it worries me. They want to eradicate gas cars by 2026. I think that's the year that's coming up. Yeah, I don't know, this digital agenda they're pushing is scary. Elon Musk wants it to be like a chip in the brain where you're scrolling through Facebook in your brain it's terrifying, and actually, the movie review that I'm coming out with this week is Ex Machina, which talks about this very thing. I feel like I got excited for no reason there. But, enough about that. Um, I wanted to talk about my future, because uh, my lease is in, uh, my lease is up at the end of this month. I should have never signed a year lease last year because it's been... paying rent on time has just been... It was going well for a while off of social media. And then that stopped. A collective of things happened, like right away. First month of the of this new lease that I had signed, I isolated myself almost completely from the world. I broke my own heart, you know, on an empty pursuit built on nothing but lust. Even though I did mental gymnastics to try and justify pursuing this person, I have been saying all last year, I you know they broke my heart. My heart was broken. I broke my own heart, and it's it's completely my fault. It was just such an empty pursuit. I never should have. Anyways, so that's one. That that is one uh, reason. I also blew up at my family after a long time of of feeling like they see no value in my in my content creation online. Like, like, it's ignored. It is a, it is an elephant in the room that nobody addresses when we're together. Somebody brings up TikTok and, and people like clench their jaw or they twitch, like, don't bring up TikTok. They're tired of it and, and I'm tired of them being tired of it. So I blew up on them. If they're not going to support me, I was going to make sure that they can't. That was my mindset because I do not take well to rejection at all and I was feeling a lot of it from them. So that led to some really dark months of self-pity and the bare minimum of content creation that I should have been making. I have barely held on to this apartment and uh, this lease being over would be a breath of fresh air, for sure. I mean, three out of the 12 months I was actually able to pay on my own, if that. So that's pretty sad. I was also semi-cancelled online, and that really hurt the back half of my year from June to, to June to now. That has really hurt my uh, my performance on how the videos do. It was like I was in a TikTok jail where I just could not get views. There was one month, uh, September, where I made one sixty, hundred and sixty dollars, and the best month that I've had on TikTok was May of 2021 and I made 3,500. That's three times my rent. So understandably, I was like, yeah, dude, this is it. This is the way to go. Screw having a job. This is like, to to be honest, I don't know how I would have held a job last year anyways in the mood that I was. I was making content out of obligation, but I also thought several times, dude, I could never get up and go to a job today feeling the way that I'm feeling about myself, about people around me, about life. Just the hopelessness that I was feeling. There's no way I would have been able to hold a job. Speaking of, I forgot to make a TikTok today. But leaving this apartment would present a whole other set of issues, like where do I live now? I have not lived in the same state for more than 4 years since 2006 so since 2006 i have it's been 4 years 4 years 4 years 4 years and no more at least 4 years it it hasn't been anyways whatever next month i've been in oregon 4 years so it's about on cue for for me to leave the state not not just this apartment but the state as a whole and that's that space might provide for some breathing room for my family and i because they're really used to just having me here. You know, it's almost like I'm taking it for granted. And leaving would kind of... If they want to see how I'm doing, they have to go online and see my content and see how I'm doing. If they want to do it that way instead of reaching out, I'm not sure what they would prefer. But uh, that's, that said, that might reel them back in to watching my content at all. You know, I feel like they view me as viewing myself as a celebrity, but I also view some of them, not all, some of them, as way non-supportive. So there needs to be a middle ground in between our perception of each other. Because I don't want them to praise my content, I just want an Instagram like. I just want some sort of acknowledgement that they're watching my stuff. I mean, that doesn't need to come in the form of praise. It can come in the form of critique if they want. At least they'd be watching. So I have some options that do seem appealing. My my grandparents live in Washington, and my former roommate from film school also lives in the same city as them. That would be an interesting go-to collaborator to have available. Because for the last four years in Oregon, finding somebody to help me make videos has been really hard. Another option would be Arizona, because there's a fan of mine who lives there, and I've talked about her before. She has been such a lifesaver when it comes to paying rent she even gifted me some of these Christmas lights, a Christmas tree, and a bunch of presents to stick under my tree, amongst several other big I- big items. Like my bed, my punching bag, aka Sabonis. She lives in Arizona and has invited me there to live with her free of cost. So that's that's very appealing. There are two twin brothers who also live in Arizona, and we have collaborated a few times before, and that would be... Such a great collaborating team to be a part of. You guys might even totally recognize some of these videos that I've made. It's usually around the summertime. The past two years, these two brothers have come over to my apartment and we've made videos. There is also a friend of mine in Arizona who I had a crush on for probably a decade and was convinced that I was gonna marry her. And so now Arizona seems appealing for the fact of me possibly being right. But that's a whole other conversation. Still, that would be a draw for me to go there. Texas would be another option. I have several friends from, from, not from Texas, one of them is, but they've kind of migrated to Texas. That would be an awesome team up, but I feel like there might be a lot of wishful thinking there that goes into that option though. Like I could get there and find out that nobody's as enthusiastic as me about making online content or as frequently as I would want it to be. I mean, that's nothing new. That is nothing new to to what I'm used to encountering. And then, the most appealing option to me right as of now is to move to Brazil for six months. And I used to live in Brazil for eight years, and this would allow me to go live on that same property that I lived on for three of the eight years that I was there. Stop. Three years. This would be the same, same five-acre property, where they have soccer fields, baseball fields, basketball and volleyball courts, a pool, gaming center, a chapel, a playground, and ton of other wide open space for gatherings. We would have nine different church youth groups there for a weekend of a soccer tournament. But my biggest regret is that during the three years I lived on that five-acre property, I was not on Vine. I was not making Instagram, YouTube content like I should have been. I don't know what I was thinking. I made the occasional YouTube video, but it's nothing like I should have been doing. Making content back in 2012 and 2013 is what I should have been doing, when I only got on TikTok in 2019, the end of that year. I had a few videos get some pretty amazing views prior to getting on TikTok, uh, even when... only because some famous comedy page shared one of my videos without tagging me. But imagine all of the content that I could have made in between 2012 and 2019. That's so much content that we'll never know what I could have made in those years this opportunity to move there next month would allow me to redeem one of the biggest regrets of my life. And how often do you get to redeem a regret like that? I would get to make content on a five-acre property and the owner of that property said, um, we always need help but we can't pay you. And I'm fine with that answer. You know why? I go, dude, you wouldn't need to pay me at all. Let me live there. Let me work for you on this property. Groundskeeper, all that stuff. In my free time, I'm gonna be making content, movie reviews, podcasts, all that. TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, they'll pay me. He doesn't have to do anything. Plus, anything that I make off of those social media platforms would quadruple or quintuple there in the Brazilian currency, which is reais. Because the dollar, as far as I know, it's five to one. So if I bring $300, 300 American dollars to Brazil, that is around $2,000 their currency, I would be fine. That is my most ideal option as of right now. As far as getting people to help me, the five-acre property would suffice. I can put my camera on a tripod, I can film whatever I need to. It's been hard getting people to see my worth. And so doing it for myself, Making it on my own is the only way that's produced any results for me so far. I cannot sit around and wait for some casting director to see my worth and cast me in a movie, cast me in a TV show. Some project that I have no control over. What I need is somebody who sees my worth has the, and has the ability to do something about it. Has the resources to put my vision into action. I'm- I'm dying to hand the camera off to somebody and find a dependable collaborator who doesn't need to be on screen like me. I need someone with behind-the-camera expertise, that's where it lies, And, and, uh, editing as well. Anybody that I ask to do that, or, like, help me, like, hold the camera for me, in a way that a tripod wouldn't work, I get this reaction like, oh, he's just using me. You know, like, I have to incentivize them with money to even just help me make a little video. Or else, it's just not even worth their time. But this whole time, I've been trying to get people to use me. Use my platform to propel your own stuff. Let's collaborate. I have a big platform. Why are people who are creative within my city, they see my big platform and they look at their small platform and they just turn their backs to mine? Dude, let's work together to get you something! Use me! Nobody gets that. That's how I read it. Maybe that's the product of leaving things unsaid. So much bullshit can happen when things are left unsaid. It's it's actually ridiculous. My future is up in the air right now, and I'm having trouble committing to anything here because I just don't know where I'm going to live come a month from now. I feel like I'm approaching the the uh, a cliff with no parachute. That's what I feel like right now. That's what's going on with me. What's going on with you?